A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, this is Tales from the Veg Patch, and I'm your host, Kathy Slack. This week, we ponder the great question of vegetable growing. Namely, if you came back as a vegetable, which would it be? I know, existentially, spoiler, the correct answer is bean. More usefully, depending on your view, I have tips for your bean harvest. Broad, French, runner, helder, stringless, bobby, green, yellow or purple. I'll explain how to grow them and what to cook with them. So grab your bean harvesting basket, you have one of those right, and let's tuck in. As ever, you'll find details of the recipes in the show notes and on Instagram, which is gluts underscore gluttony, and do take a mo to rate and review the podcast, perhaps even recommend it to a friend if you possibly can. Thank you. In hope of reincarnation as a bean. Imagine for a moment that you were about to be reincarnated. What would you like to come back as? I'd want to come back as a vegetable, no surprises there. Specifically, I'd want to be a broad bean. I mean, think about it. As a youngster, you're snuggled up in a velvety pod against the chill spring nights. Adulthood brings the gentle warmth of May, and before you know it, June arrives, and you end your days willingly engulfed in the sweetest shallot vinaigrette and served up to adoring fans at the first al fresco lunch of summer. Oh yes, you could do far worse than spend your existence as a broad bean. That said, a runner bean would come a close second though it would be an altogether different life. A runner bean has just one mission, to monopolise the bean poles as quickly as possible, pausing only to flower energetically before snapping the conquered bean poles under the weight of its harvests. You would be resolute, fast and strong if you came back as a runner bean, and your legacy would be assured too, preserved in a pickle-lily jar and reached for by greedy hands yearning for fresh green crunch in the depths of winter. Yes, life as a bean would be a blessed life. I grow them all, broad, French, runner, helder, stringless, bobby, in green, yellow and purple, Though any colour other than green turns slimy when cooked and, I think, looks better in the patch than they taste on the plate. Best eaten raw, if at all. Though raw is generally how I find myself eating beans anyway. 
you will find no greater contentment in life than wandering through the veg patch at dusk, munching on freshly picked green beans, warm from the summer sun and surveying your ramshackle bean canes. Everyone loves a green bean. What's not to like? But runners and broad beans divide opinion. I think that's because the sceptics have only ever tasted old beans and bean, so to speak, put off. An overgrown runner bean may win the longest bean category in a village show, for example, but it will also be tough and stringy and bland. No medals for taste. Why is it that medals are never given for taste at these shows? Similarly, an old broad bean pod, its velvety interior squashed flat by chubby adolescent beans, will offer nothing but leathery skins and flowery flesh. All beans are at their most lovable when they are young and fresh in early summer. This is the time to savour them. Young broad beans will not require double podding yet. Toss them in a sauce for herby chicken meatballs, more of which later, or mix them with pesto. As they grow, pop them out of their jackets for a verdant green bruschetta topping with ricotta. See my cookbook. Other summer beans can be lavished with feta, or better still, charred on the barbecue and dotted with goat's cheese. All are best served with a glass of chilled rosé and a view of the bean canes. As summer wanes, the French and runner beans harvests, which will keep coming until October if you keep picking, offer warmer suppers. Cook French beans slowly in glossy tomato sauce and serve with crusty bread like a true Provencal peasant of old. When you are forced to admit that summer is definitely over and the bean canes are looking ragged and spent, drag the tangled vines to the compost bin, snip off the last of the aged pods and entomb them in piccalilli where your love will remain evergreen. Ways with beans Though I am rather sweepingly lumping them all together here, one bean behaves quite differently from the next. The most popular, French beans, are mild and sweet, made for delicate cooking where their flavour intensifies. Runner beans are different, firm, juicy, sometimes a little furry, quite tough until cooked, really. Stringless beans, my favourite, are different again because they offer the best of both worlds. Smooth and sweet like French beans, flat and meaty like runners. Others, haricot, kidney, bolotti, edamame, for example, are not grown for the pods, but the beans within. Mostly they are dried and saved for bulking up winter stews, but they have creamy potential when fresh too, especially bolotti's. All these are climbing varieties, unless you buy dwarf beans, and even then they retain the instinct to climb, if not the capacity. Broad beans fit into none of these categories and have an utterly different growing habit from their climbing cousins. They are stocky stemmed towers which generally need no support to grow. They taste quite different too, pea-like and sweet when young but bitter and mealy when old. And even within types, varieties can vary wildly on eating. Of the climbing French sort of bean, for example, 
Blauhild, which are purple, turn disappointingly slimy and faded when cooked. Sunshine are yellow, but still do the same. Cobra are green and best cooked until just a little squeaky for maximum flavour. But Speedy, which are green too and quick to grow, as the name suggests, are delicious raw. Despite their differences, there are some things that all beans love. For example, gently cook runner, broad and or French beans, then toss in a French vinaigrette dressing spiked with crushed garlic. All beans like salty cheese too. Top with shavings of pecorino or parmesan or scatter cooked helder beans with grated parmesan and pop under the grill to crisp up. Pork, lamb or rosé veal chops or loins nestled amongst a platter of buttery, herby beans is my perfect summer Sunday lunch. Delicate pink meat with sweet green beans and an abundance of fragrant herbs. So much more appealing than grey roast beef and treacly brown gravy. Broad beans particularly like bacon. Toss podded beans with lardons just before serving. And you could do far worse than adding them to a bowl of frise lettuce dotted with salty, fatty pancetta. The older a broad bean gets, the more floury and pale it becomes. Not quite good looking enough to take centre stage, but their savoury tang and mealy texture makes a perfect dip when whizzed with equal amounts of butter beans, a dash of tahini, some lemon juice and a little salt for a hummus-like dip. A word on frozen broad beans. Unlike peas, where frozen are sometimes better than fresh, a bag of frozen beans won't quite offer as much joy, but they aren't dreadful. Save them for supporting rolls, spring stews or soups, where demands on them are low, not where their star quality must shine, because star quality does not freeze well. If you are a bean buyer rather than a bean grower, then fresh broad beans, when in season, are a better option as they, unlike peas, keep their flavour for a few days or so. French and runner beans are good with the classic citrus nut green trinity championed by Ottolenghi, which brings its unique magic to beans too. Cook sliced runner beans or French beans and refresh in cold water. Then grate over some orange zest, drizzle with extra virgin olive oil and finish with some toasted hazelnuts or flaked almonds. And that's just the start of it. I could go on about all sorts of beans besides the ones mentioned here but I will attempt to rein myself in and mention only two that are particularly rare and special. Fresh Borlotti beans, before they are dried on the vine and stored, are so beautifully marbled in pinks and creams, you might imagine they've been dipped in Venetian printmaker's oil. And, though this mottling is lost in cooking, they make up for it in creamy, nutty flavour. Add them to pheasant and apple stew in early autumn, when all three, 
bird, bean and fruit are first ready to eat. Also in the rare and special category of bean is edamame, which are small plants, only a couple of feet high, need no support and grow quickly. They are, I think, the perfect container bean. And a just-picked edamame bean, sucked from a lightly steamed and salt-encrusted pod, puts all other edamame experiences in the shade. You will never reach for a bowl of shriveled pods on that conveyor belt ever again. Bean and chicken meatball stew. My favourite sort of main course is one that arrives at the table in a huge great bowl with a ladle. There is nothing more heartwarming than a table full of friends passing a groaning dish of summery greens around the table. It feels so generous and so welcoming. And because I'm greedy, I also like a main course that manages to be both hearty and summery at the same time. This dish does that. The meatballs are homely and cheerful, filling in a farmer's wife kind of way, whilst the great handfuls of herbs and beans in the sauce make it feel like you've plucked that grassy green shade of June straight from the veg patch and put it on a plate. If you can lay your hands on a bunch of cow parsley for a vase, your table will be complete. Serve six. Preheat the oven to 150 degrees C to keep the cooked meatballs warm if you need it. For the meatballs, mix half a finely chopped onion, one crushed garlic clove, 800 grams of minced chicken, 25 grams of fresh breadcrumbs, one beaten egg, a generous handful of finely chopped herbs, parsley, chervil, mint, dill, chives, anything leafy and green, and some sea salt. Squish everything together really thoroughly. I find hands are best for this. I recommend checking the seasoning by frying a little of the mixture in a pan and tasting, then adjusting accordingly. Nothing worse than a bland meatball that you cannot rectify. Shape the mix into walnut-sized balls. In a frying pan, heat a slug of sunflower oil, then fry the meatballs over a medium heat until they are well browned and cooked through, about 10 to 15 minutes. You may need to do this in batches, depending on the size of your pan, adding a little more oil each time. Overcrowding the pan will cause the meatballs to boil rather than brown. Once cooked, keep them warm in the oven whilst you get on with the sauce. But if you can multitask, you can make the sauce whilst the meatballs are browning. For the sauce, melt 40 grams of butter in a large oven-proof casserole dish, one big enough to fit the sauce and meatballs in later. Once the butter is quietly sizzling, add half a sliced onion and saute for around 10 minutes gently until soft but not coloured. Add three cloves of garlic, crushed, and cook gently for another two to three minutes, making sure it doesn't brown. Turn the heat up, pour in 200ml of white wine, and allow to come to the boil. 
add 250 grams each of green beans, broad beans and peas and continue to simmer for five minutes until the alcohol has burned off and the greens are just cooked through. Remove the meatballs from the oven or the frying pan if you've done it all at once and add them to the casserole dish. Add a couple of handfuls of baby spinach and a final handful of chopped herbs like the ones you used in the meatball filling. Give everything a stir so the spinach can wilt in the buttery juices, then check the seasoning and serve straight away. See? Who wouldn't want to come back to this world as a bean if that's the way you got to leave it too? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 